0: Ha <laughs> paper, yeah. One love. Ha <laughs> paper, yeah. It's our time. Welcome. Paperboy Prince Podcast. We're back. We're doing one on a Sunday. It feels like a Sunday uh evening. I mean a Sunday morning. But um we're doing the podcast now. Uh, so like Guess is gonna come out very soon. This is gonna be a great episode because this is another one of those political episodes. I, I think our last one was inspirational, um, but if it wasn't, this one was is important. So we're doing it. What's up? One love. <laughs> I paid for. Yeah. Live recording the podcast while we're also on Instagram. I'm just hopping right into the show. Um, are these underwear on my wall? No, these aren't underwear. These are uh, my special shorts that are kind of like iconic for me, uh, because of, uh, because of special events when I was street performing and all that. All right, let's get into the episode. Um, I'm kind of realizing now that I'm losing it because I'm also bleaching my hair while doing this episode. I also do my hair. You see, it's like pink, but the, uh, the the bleach is like lifting the pink. Uh, so yeah, that's what's happening. These aren't the underwear I wore on the roof. I don't think so. Uh, These are underwears I've worn for a street performing. Okay. Thank you. Yes. Soon you'll see the finished version. Um, So I might cut this episode short if I just have to like, you know, go wash the hair. Uh, Yeah. I figured I would do the podcast while doing it. So we're multitasking. This is going to be a good one. So you all stick around. Definitely listen in. Um, We're going to talk about a lot uh, mainly misinformation, mainly Trump. We're going to talk about 2024. We're talking about, uh, elections and all of that politics love. (laughs) paper. Yeah. Social media, big tech, lots of things. I could throw crypto in there if I wanted to, but we're not going that far today. Um, yeah, I know. So this is going to be, yeah, you're saying this is like 15, 20 minutes. I know. And I've already had it on for a few. So this might be a short episode. Um, But basically, paperboyprints.com, we need your help. If you want to help out our campaign, join in, DM me, we could use your help. We're petitioning right now to get on the ballot. And it's important, more important than ever that we do because of the reasons that I'm going to talk about. It's our time. It's super important. Okay. First off, And also grab some merch from paperboyprints.shop. Make sure you check that out. Now, let me get right into it. Misinformation. Over the last two years, over the last two years or three years, misinformation has become a thing that the tech companies have seemed to care about, that the social media companies seem to care about, and that's being flagged and all of these things. Something that I have been talking about for a while and a lot of you have talked about, but now it's being flagged. With COVID, right, you saw with COVID misinformation became a thing that they certainly started to care about. If you talked about COVID on Facebook, if you talk about it on Instagram, mainly those uh, sites, YouTube as well, uh, TikTok, a lot of the platforms, if you talked about COVID, anything having to do with it, it could be as simple as I got COVID from his complexes to COVID is fake and COVID is da, 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 Whatever it was, it would be labeled as it, they would have some type of pop-up that said, hey, um, COVID notification, right? And if you want the actual facts, go to the CDC. Now, mind you, and we talked about this before on this podcast, that it turned around to um, it, uh, a couple months ago. Everybody being like, "Oh, the CDC doesn't know what they're talking about." They lowered the uh, the COVID um, restriction, so oh, the CDC set now says just take some ginger ale and you'll be all right. Speaking of, I don't have any water, so I only have this ginger ale. So hopefully, I'm all right. But but y'all y'all remember all of that, right? So we went from the tech companies. Saying anything you say about COVID is under misinformation, and linking to CDC to now CDC being like a joke. Like I, I know you all remember that trend. That was a trend on social media for a few weeks after the CDC, you know, kind of really lowered their restrictions. I'm double making points so I so y'all get it because this is basically the meat of what we're gonna talk about. This is the meat of our combo. Um, they did that with COVID. That was kind of like a major starting point. Now they're doing it with the war. See, the thing that made the, the, uh, the internet cool from the beginning, it was kind of like this open platform where you kind of like could like speak how you feel. Right. You know what I mean? That's what like made the internet cool. Now we gotten so far away from that. We gotten so far away from that. You guys want to see my feet? So what my feet look like. Um, now we've gotten so far away That that was something random Ha <laughs> ha paper yeah We've gotten so far Just to make sure y'all awake We got so far away from that With the war Now people ask me Paperboy why are you not talking more about the war Why aren't you doing this and that for the war One of the reasons is Is they've done the same thing with war The war that they have done with COVID When you start to talk about that And y'all know I'm one of those voices That I'll talk my talk Ha <laughs> ha paper yeah I'll talk my talk But even when you talk about the war, they're doing the same thing that they did with COVID, where, you know, if you have anything that isn't you, you have to say, pray for the side that they want you to pray for. And if you say anything other than that, it's labeled as misinformation. When there's a lot to talk about, but the war, a lot of nuances to talk about, about the war, which is, again, this is just I'm setting the basis for the meat of our conversation in the podcast. Make sure you come to the Love Gallery and sign our petition. It's super important. I'm running for Congress, so we have uh, about 26 days to get 5,000 signatures, so I need you. All right, now, to get back into it, because I'm uh, upset because I was going to make a video. Well, let let me me get to that later. Um, They did that with the war, right? So that's the point that I'm at right now, that that was all misinformation. Anything you talk about with the war is misinformation. There's Again, there's a lot to talk about with that. I want to break it down so bad because there's so much to be seen here. There's so many layers of it. You know, I'm a layered person, so I love it, but there's so much to see. They did it with the Joe Biden crack pipe situation. You remember when there was, this was about a few weeks ago, um, there was an announcement about um, Biden and uh, the whole situation with um, them doing kind of like open testing sites but it was kind of spun as Joe Biden giving out crack pipes as that was something that was happening. But because people like saw it as negative, it was also framed as misinformation, which it was being, that honestly was being framed in the wrong way, but it was what was happening. It was what was being framed the wrong way, but it was what was happening. So it's pretty complex. Um, it's pretty freaking complex. So anyway, I want to talk about the major misinformation things that have been like around and have happened. Um, and like I said, I'm doing my hair, so I got to make this quick. So I need to get make my points because I got a lot of points here. Um, first off, and if you're somebody who's easily, you don't like the word Trump or you don't like to hear about Trump at all, this probably isn't the... One for you because we're actually gonna break this down and talk about this. I don't talk about it a lot. We don't speak about it a lot. He's been off of Twitter. He's been off of this, but it's the time to talk about it. It's 2022. It's two years from the um, uh, election, right? The midterms are coming up. Like I said, I'm getting on the ballot, so I need y'all's help. But it's time to talk about it. And uh, so if this isn't, this is your fair warning. If you're not, you can hop off. You can. I'm giving you a fair warning because I'm going to talk about it. And it's not going to be the normal uh, whatever they say on the media about that situation with Trump, about situations with Trump. So if you don't have your thinking cap on, feel free to go. I'm going to do a lot more fun, positive ones. But this one is going to be more, it's like, okay, you're down to think a little bit. (laughs) Ah, paper. Yeah. It's our time. Now I see you in the comments saying you like Trump. I personally am not a fan. I'm not the biggest fan. I like a lot of, uh, I like the fact that he's off script on a lot of things, but, um, I'm not a fan of Trump. So uh, that's clear. You know, I was one of the leaders of that. He will not divide us movement and protest. That was one of the first and largest online protests of Trump that started right when he got in office. Uh, and I was one of the leaders of that. You can look it up. It's all documented. I've been speaking about the same stuff I've been speaking about now. It's been <laughs> documented for years, uh, on that. So, um, so yeah, so that's my feelings on that. I did not vote for him. I never have. um, You know, I one of the reasons me ran running was to be kind of like the that kind of crazy opposition to that on the other side. Um, So, yeah, that's kind of where we stand. We're like polar opposites in in dope ways, but there's a lot. There's a lot there. It's it's a lot there. Now, what I'll say is this Trump's best campaign is the fact that he's not in office. I mean, what Joe Biden is doing in office right now is. Trump could not run a better campaign. The fact that he's off Twitter, the fact that he's off everything. So he seems reserved. You got to remember, you seem smarter when you're not saying anything. As I'm doing this podcast, y'all probably thinking like, Paperboy, what is he talking about? Oh my God. <laughs> Paper, yeah. No, you guys were like, Paperboy's a genius. But um, he seems a lot smarter because he's not saying anything. Because there's, you know, we don't hear from him. He seems smart, and we have to hear from Joe Biden, who, by even the lowest standards, is not a um, great orator. is not very, does not seem very logical a lot of times. Uh, you got to get him in really good social media bites to make him look good. Um, I'm definitely not a fan of Joe Biden. There's very little I'm a fan of Joe Biden. Of he's an establishment politician.s establishment politician. And I, like I said, he's helping Donald Trump run the best campaign of all time. If you support Joe Biden, if you voted for Joe Biden, all you did was help Donald Trump run the best campaign of all time, of all time, because right now his campaign is going incredibly well looking at what Joe Biden is doing. The gas prices are through the roof. Now me, I ride the train and my commute to work into the love gallery is incredibly short. So the gas prices don't affect me in that way, but they affect me in the larger sense, like how they affect all of us, as far as shipping, as far as uh, working, uh, folks that have to work and how that affects prices for work. So many things, right? Um, This is what you ever want to say. You can say it's because of what Trump did in there that made it like this for right now. You can say that. That is fair that's fair. fact is, Joe Biden is in there now, and how he's currently handling it and managing it, um, it's not good. It might make you feel good. It might make you feel good, Uh, but it's not good. Do I think Trump would do a, a way better job? No. I don't think he would do a way better job, but I think that some of these issues may have been avoided. And, and and I think the fact that a lot of people think that he would do a way better job circles back to the point that it's one of the best campaign campaigns he could run, the fact that he's not in office. Um, and we're going to talk about the... Uh, the uh, I said this because... I watched some of the interview. There was an interview that he did with the Nelk boys on YouTube. I didn't watch it all the way. I I saw like maybe the first 20 minutes of it and it was pretty good. Um, The first seven of it is just them hyping themselves up. Trump's not even on. So I saw only about 10 minutes of him talking. It looked like it was about 45 minutes. It had like 6 million views when I caught it and they took it down from YouTube in a day. Um, I shared it because I, you know, I've shared things with Biden on it. And so I shared it on my personal Facebook, just with my, you know, couple hundred friends on there. Um, because I'm like, let's talk about this. Right. And before I could finish it, it was taken down. So that's why kind of I'm doing this episode and talking about that because it's interesting as we talk about censorship, right. And, um, Trump said, and I'm going to make a lot of my points quickly here because I do got to take this hair off. Uh, so, and I can like smell it now. I can smell the bleach, which isn't good, but I'm a professional guy. So don't worry. Don't try this at home. Uh, so paper. <laughs> pay for, yeah. Um, the funny thing about Trump is, yo, it's like live by the sword, die by the sword. He said so much about fake news. He kind of coined that term. In fact. That was one of his top terms, like that kind of his replaced his like you fired, right? He doesn't you kind of like got rid of the you fired, which was iconic before, but um, his fake news thing kind of took away that that was became his new kind of catchphrase, right? And it backfired on him because now all of the major social media platforms basically have labeled him as fake news, right? He was the person who was always Mr. Fake News. Now, the major social media platforms labeled Trump as fake news and have basically banned him from everything. So he, again, the YouTube interview that I, that was up the other day, 45 minutes long, they took it down. They called it for misinformation. Uh, you know, the, the guys who did it put a screenshot Up showing YouTube saying this um, now maybe if who knows maybe they actually took it down maybe they took it down and they're just saying YouTube made them take it down for misinformation to hype themselves up and it's all about that if they did that they are geniuses and I don't know if anyone else has even thrown that uh, floated the idea out there if they did that they're geniuses but the the Email from YouTube looks pretty legit, and it doesn't make sense why they would take down an interview with the former president of the United States that got over 6 million views in a day. doesn't really make sense for them to do that. Um, Yeah, doesn't. So it seems like YouTube took it down for misinformation. They called it fake news when they said, when funny enough, Trump's whole thing had been fake news this whole time. So um, that's interesting. And there were a lot of things that were said about him that were fake news it was true but there was a lot that wasn't and he was labeling it fake news and um you know he ended up paying the price for that you know he's paying the price for that now oh uh, i'm drinking some ginger i forgot to get water before the podcast guys doing it at home today we're transitioning we're transitioning to the love gallery soon for the podcast. And I've been at the Love Gallery a ton. Shout out to all of y'all that have pulled up. I've met so many people just in the last three days of me being like locked down there. So uh, I'm going to be there more. Um, Yeah. So doing it from home. Now, listen, you're right. I need to wash this out. So this is about to be the end of this podcast prematurely. Um, But Okay. So I talked about how Trump said fact, fake news and it backfired because now everyone calls him fake news. Now, I also said that this would backfire against the Democrats. Guys, you, you guys, they don't listen, guys. And this is why me getting in there representing you all and also asking you to run with me. I've never been a person to be like, yo, I'm going to do this and everybody just listening to me. I've never been that person. I've been like, yo, let's at least have the conversation. And that's the whole thing about this misinformation conversation is like, yo, let's at least have the conversation. Let's let's at least have uh, the conversation. Right. And um, I've said, yo, one, I need to be in there Two, you all need to be in there with me so we can do this. So, like, yo, run with me. Um, I said this, that this would backfire against the Democrats. Trying to just censor people, it never works. It always makes people want to go for it more, right? It's literally a biblical tale. It's it's literally a biblical tale. All right, I'm going to wash it. You're right. You, I asked you guys to warn me and you're warning me. Warning me. I'm going to wash it out. It's literally a biblical tale. I'm upset because I'm on like, uh, uh, like now I'm hitting my stride. It's a tale as all this time, the forbidden fruit. You want what you're told not to have. The same thing works with censorship. That's why it doesn't work. Prohibition, it doesn't work. We have to have conversations with people. We have to educate people. But trying to just just censor speech, it doesn't work. Now, when speech is seriously harmful, I agree with that. When something is seriously harmful, I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, I'm not saying promote it, but th- th- you know we're getting at this point. We're getting at this point. So I, I think it's important to have these um, conversations and-, and having it open. Now, the main reason this bothers me, and this point, I'll be happy to end the podcast on this point. The main reason why it's... but bo- and I can tell because it's like starting to like, I, like I said, I can smell it, so I need to go. Um, the main thing that bothers me about them taking down the Trump interview is that they do, they won't hesitate, and there won't be as big of a conversation around it when they do it to a black activist who speaks against code, because they do the same thing; they label misinformation to anything that a black at activists to anything that uh, a black uh, visionary or leader or religious leader says, they will quickly censor a black religious leader, right? And so me standing up and saying this for the white supremacist that Trump has uh, made a lot of um, kind of head nods to that, right? I will stand up for someone who is a white supremacist. And, and, and is that having free speech? Just with the kind of delusional hope that we will be able to stand up for the free speech of a black activist and someone who is like speaks for black empowerment. Y'all see where I'm coming from? Because like this is not about anything about, oh, yeah, being about pro-Trump. And I know it's so easy to be confused about that. In fact, the censorship has gotten so bad and I didn't write this point down, but I meant to. The censorship has gotten so bad that if you even speak on the things that they censor, you get censored. Right? So, if like it's about, if like I said, the war, you right now they're censoring talk about the war. Now, if you're even talking about them censoring people who are talking about the war, you get censored. This is why, me as Paperboy, I don't even want to speak on things, man. I'm like, yo, we're going to. I just, haha, paper, yeah, and I'm out. ha <laughs> paper, yeah. That's why, you know, I've even seen what they try to do to me since I stepped in. They try to lie on me and talk about me and all these things and like send fake people at me and like send crazy people at me and then they disappear. It's like crazy. It's crazy. And listen, I'm not a perfect person. One thing we got to understand is no one is perfect. So I hold everyone, everyone does get some benefit of the doubt of not being perfect, of making mistakes, of being young, of being dumb, of being around the wrong crowd, of being a product of their environment. Everybody has that. We're all human. That's like the best and worst things about us, right? And the more that we understand that and have compassion for people, the better. Y'all see I'm talking faster to try to get through my point. But the more that we have compassion for people, the better. The more that we have understanding for people, the better. The Another thing that censorship does is it um, it kills the opportunity for us to come to understanding and to a loving one another. It kills the opportunity for us to come to understanding and actually um, appreciate and learn from people's experiences. Right? Is there a disproportionate amount of uh, uh, racism and disrespect and all of these things that has happened? as it relates to white supremacy in this country? Of course. Of course. Of course. Is it still going on? Of course. Is this one act going to solve it? No. Of course not. This isn't going to solve it. But my main thing is allowing free speech to exist in a real way. So that People can actually have true conversations, especially about the big things, you know, especially about the big things. There was a um, and the only reason I know about this is I was watching the video. I was going to do a remix video of it, of Trump talking about he talked about how much money we're spending on the war and he inadvertently did it. He didn't mean to. He inadvertently talked about the war at how much money that we're spending on it. And he was trying to do it to talk bad about Biden, but really all he was doing is showing how much our American government spends on war, right? And in this clip, he's basically like, uh, he basically was like, um, we left 70,000 brand new night goggles, like military night seeing goggles just in Afghanistan. We left 70,000 unopened pairs. This is what he said. Now he's the commander-in-chief. You can say he's lying. He made it all up. You might be right. But he said this. He said he mentioned multiple other things that we left. But that he that was a number I wrote down. Um. You know what I mean? This is information that was relevant. They didn't want it. I felt like this was information I was like, dang, like he I was like, guess. That's what I'm talking about. That that's that's your school money. That the, the the video I was gonna make was like that's your school money. That's your UBI money. That's your um, Love Center money. That's your healthcare money. Right there. Um, it was way more than eighty million plus in supplies that were left there. It was way more than eighty million plus in supplies. But on that, guys, um, that's pretty much all I had. Uh oh, this is a, another important point. You know, I'm gonna turn the 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 shower on and make this point so hold on for one second um this point is super important and and think about everything we've done and take one second to love yourself and think about how you're amazing and think about how you're going to make your dreams come true take one second think about how you need to listen to the youth and i'll be right back one second Okay, all right, so I'm about to go wash my hair, but I wanted to make this last point. I wanted to make this last point, all one one podcast, because y'all know I'm not trying to, I'm just trying to to bang these podcasts out, uh, 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 so, uh, but I'm gonna finish it. Listen, the last point I wanted to make was, why is it so easy for them to label, oh, let me close the door. Yo, why is it so easy for them to label? You see, it's just real. This is raw, straight from the, we straight live. Why is it so easy for them to label all this stuff misinformation, right? But, they won't label the, the COVID stuff is misinformation. Like I said, the war stuff is misinformation. The Joe Biden crack pipe stuff isn't misinformation. The Trump interview, the Trump tweets, misinformation. But y'all can't label what this stuff they're putting out in rap music as misinformation. Because we see the, listen, and I love rap. I'm a rap videos. I listen to it. But I would love a misinformation label on that. I would love a misinformation label on the latest uh, Lil Dirk album and say that, yo, yeah, this person really didn't kill this many people. And if he really did, he he should be in jail or like, oh, this is how we feel about killing. Here's some mental health about it. I would love that if 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 it's misinformation for COVID, if it's misinformation for Trump, if it's misinformation um, about. Uh, the war, and you can put a label on that, then why can't you put it on rap? Still have the rap music there. Still have it there. But put, yo, put a misinformation. Yo, here's what a professor says about what this has done to the community and how these are ways that we can actually support it and put it back. Having misinformation around these women's bodies when they're on these, they, these uh, covers. Where is my misinformation label on that? you see I got my soap where's the misinformation when they have these women on these covers and they redo and they spend hours on the makeup they redo their bodies I don't have a problem with makeup I don't have a problem with people redoing their bodies I love that but when it's the young girls see that they don't understand that there is no label to say yo this person spent x amount of millions on their body and had the top makeup artists in the world and hair artists so it's okay if you don't look like that where's the misinformation for that Where's the misinformation label when you see somebody with all this money and cars and clothes and women and we think that is real because you're a little kid and there's no misinformation, but you can put that out there? But this is misinformation where this is actually stuff where we can talk about as adults and need to get through the Where's the misinformation? This is why they don't want me to actually break it down. And before you know it, they want to have a paperboy misinformation label when I'm the only one trying to speak facts. I've seen it in real life. I've seen it. I've been in the room. I've been in the room and they try to keep me out. And they tell me I'm crazy. They tell you that Trump is the most racist president. Meanwhile, they telling us to, to praise and vote for Joe Biden when he said on a black platform uh, 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 with that's targeted to black people, a radio platform targeted to black people. You not black if you don't vote for Biden. What? Imagine if Trump said that i don't forget i'm here to remind you i gotta wash my hair (laughs) haha pay for yeah listen y'all see like y'all see how they do